Yesterday, I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today, I am wise, so I am changing myself. Rumi. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Earth Body, the podcast all about spirituality, wellness, and environmentalism because they are all connected. I am your host, Maya Carl. For those of you who are new to Earth Body, and I know it's been a while since I've shared one, but I am a holistic health and lifestyle coach, as well as yoga and meditation teacher and public speaking coach. I am very, very excited, as per usual, to be on today and to be sharing with you all. Whoever is out there listening, I am grateful for you. I'm coming on today to talk about sustainable change in our lives. This is something that I talk with clients about on a regular basis, and I thought it was worth sharing in a podcast because whether or not you're in a place where you want to make change, life is all about change. And I truly believe in the sustainable aspect of it. And when I say sustainable, I mean something that is going to last long term and something that is going to be doable long term that is not going to deplete you it is going to allow you allow us to thrive and when we make these changes with sustainability in mind it really allows us to live our lives and to not be so focused on the outcome of the change necessarily but on the process I'm sharing this now because I feel like I am at a time in my life when things are changing or I feel like changes need to be made. And like many of us out there, when we feel like changes need to be made, we tend to want to change everything. It becomes an extreme sport, if you will, because most of the time when humans in general come to a point where change feels necessary, it is usually a point where a lot of things are going wrong or a lot of things don't feel right. And I'm not necessarily in that dire place right now, but it's what we tend to do. Those really, I'm desperate, but those really low times are the awakening point for many of us. It's, It's kind of in human nature. So we want to find a way to, even if we're in that space, to figure out what practices, what tools, what what do we need to do on a daily basis to help reach our goals or to help live aligned with our intentions. And to figure that out in a sustainable way, we have to honor the fact that life is so unpredictable and changes. So I'm sharing this with you in June of 2021, having been through the last year and a half with all of you with the pandemic and quarantine and with kind of the epitome of of unknown. You know, so many of us were really in a space where we had no idea what tomorrow was going to bring, no idea what the following month or year there was there was really no sense in planning. So we were in this constant state of unknown. And that can be very difficult, again, for humans, myself included, because we tend to be forward-looking people. Of course, we hold on to and think about the past, but when we are trying to set goals or make changes, it helps to know at least a little bit what is to come. And all of us experienced the lack of that over this past year and a half. 
So I'm finding in myself again, and with many of my clients right now at this at this time in the world, at this time in their lives, that changes want to be made. Changes need to be made for people, again, myself included, to really live our our fullest, most authentic, most aligned lives. But how do we go about doing that? How do we really figure out what we need to do to get there? In my opinion, professionally and personally, it all starts with setting an intention. And I, if you, I have a previous podcast about goals versus intentions, but I'll talk just briefly about it now. I really like the idea, the concept, the theory, the practice of intentions versus goals. And this is why. When we set goals, specifically when they pertain to ourselves, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, business-wise, whatever it is, a goal in my mind and in many of our minds seems to have like one path, one way to get there. It's like we have to have this structured process or structured path so that we can inevitably reach our goal, which is great and it works for so many people. And I encourage you, if goal setting is what gets you going, set your goals, make your plan and follow through with it. Totally in support of that. That being said, from my own experience with goal setting, I really do prefer intention setting. And with an intention, it's not necessarily this this end trophy. It's not necessarily this this space that we have to get to, but it's more of a mentality and a state of being that we can visit and return to on a daily basis. So when we set an intention versus a goal, like a goal for me could be, or for many people, you know, could be to lose a certain amount of weight or to have a certain amount of money in your bank account or to go to a certain place at some point, right? So these are very, very defined goals. There's a very clear outcome that we want. With intentions, we have the opportunity to live with the energy that we are trying to cultivate or bring into our lives. So for example, having an intention of feeling good in my body, that's that's the intention. And that can look and feel different for everyone, but it really allows a lot more freedom, a lot more space, a lot more flexibility around what we want to achieve. So when we set an intention, again, it can be feeling good in the body, it can be feeling financially independent, it can be visiting, you know, um, places that make me feel good. And, And with these intentions, we're able to return to them on a daily basis and live through them, live in that energy, live with that intention in our hearts. And that in itself will help dictate and help us figure out the actions that we need to take on a daily basis to reach that. It also, for me, especially with the intentions, again, acknowledges, like I said earlier, that life is so unpredictable, so unpredictable. And when there's when there's a goal and when there's hard set rules or a structure around it, it can be very difficult to 
be okay with yourself when life throws something at you and your whole day or your whole week or even your whole month is thrown off, especially if you have like a solid routine. And I just also want to say that this is coming from someone who tried the very structured goal setting for a long time and who is very good at beating themselves up when things don't go according to plan. I've gotten a lot better at not doing that, but I know, I know, especially from my clients, that I'm not alone with that. It Goal setting can put us into this extreme. It's like if we're not doing everything we need to do to reach this goal, we're failing. And that creates a cycle of shame and disappointment and all of these negative feelings towards ourselves because we don't feel like we're achieving our goal or that we're working to achieve our goal. Whereas with intentions, it really, again, allows us to be a little more open to understand that each day is going to be different and that we have to take it as it comes. And it really, really does reduce the stress and the pressure around whatever goal or whatever that intention is, right? Because we don't have to be in this strict space with it. So in my mind and in my practice, intentions are inherently a bit more sustainable right off the bat than goals. But again, do what works for you. If goal setting, I mean, some of us, some people I know and love are incredibly goal-oriented people and they need that end goal to be working towards. And we may all need that at different points in our lives concerning different things, but just be mindful if, if what you're working towards is a goal or an intention and how you can really uh, choose for yourself as to what state of mind with that you're going to be living in. So I want to return to the sustainability aspect of this because, again, we tend to go to the extremes when we want to make changes, but I hope for everyone, I hope for myself, I hope for my clients, I hope for whoever is listening, that the changes you make last that they stick with you and they grow with you and you are able to reevaluate over time what you do and don't want to keep. And when we are taking sustainability into account, we're also acknowledging that we are taking care of ourselves on a regular basis in that way. And that's why certain practices can be really, really beneficial because you can do them for your entire life. We don't have to have these, you know, phases of taking care of ourselves and not, or, you know, once we reach that goal, we stop doing all the things that brought us there. And so with the intention, with the sustainability, we're really able to live our lives in the best way that we can. One of the first things that I typically recommend when a client comes to me and they want to start a practice in their life is figuring out your baseline. So this is really the essence of starting small and building, creating your foundation and then building, building, building. It is paring it down to the most accessible version of what you want to be doing so that it doesn't feel intimidating, so that it feels like it's something that you can accomplish and reach and feel good about rather than making it a struggle. 
for example, I I use movement as an example often. A lot of people, especially now coming out of the pandemic, a lot of people were sedentary for a lot of that time, which is understandable. We were stuck in our homes. There was not so much motivation to go out. So a lot of people right now, again, including myself, are wanting to do different kinds of movement or get back into some kind of movement routine. And that can be really difficult when you haven't been for a while. So to make it sustainable, I recommend people starting very small. So finding your baseline, figuring out the amount of time that it would be for you, that would be easy enough for you to do as it would not to do. And what I mean by that is figuring out that that specific amount of time where you could where you can't really make excuses to not do it. For example, if your goal is to really start to move your body or your intention is to feel really good in your body and you want to move every day, I tell people literally start with like five minutes of movement. Five minutes. Five minutes. Everyone has five minutes somewhere in their day. Five minutes. And that might sound crazy to people. You know, people usually go to the gym or work out or dance or do whatever they're doing for 20 minutes, half an hour, 40 minutes, even sometimes an hour. And that comes a lot from the expectation that we need to be doing it for that long, right? But if you start with five minutes a day, just five minutes, you do that every single day. If you hit your five minute goal, you are building self-trust within yourself. Okay, okay, I realized I was a little redundant. (laughs) You're building self-trust, which can be degraded when we are not doing things that make us feel good or when we promise ourselves that we're going to do something and then we don't follow through. So we want to work on rebuilding this self-trust so that we can really make these habits and behaviors and tools and practices sustainable. So again, with movement, five minutes five minutes a day. Can you do five minutes? Can you show up for yourself for five minutes? Now, when you make that that intention of doing that five minutes a day, there's a very good chance that once you start, you know, working out, dancing, swimming, walking, whatever it is in terms of movement, again, this can be applied to just about everything in our lives. When you um, show up for that, you build that foundation and there's a good chance that you are not going to stop after five minutes, right? Like if your goal is to go to the gym for five minutes, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to be there for more than five minutes. But acknowledging that after those five minutes, you have exceeded your goal. You have done more than enough. And again, I know that five minutes doesn't seem long. I also use this frequently um, in terms of helping people start a meditation practice. You know, people think they have to be sitting for 10, 20, 30 minutes in silence. And that's just not very accessible at the get-go, especially when you're working through whatever is going on in your mind or your body or whatever. So you really want to pare it down to as small as you can. For meditation, I say even start with like one or two minutes. And it's, it's just to get in the habit of getting up and doing that for yourself. And you will be shocked at how long you decide to either move or do whatever you want to be doing because you just have to get that. You have to be your own catalyst. You have to get yourself up and do that thing for yourself. And when it's such a small period of time that you promised yourself, it is so much easier to get going. And also, 
the thing about this is that when you're starting small and you build up, if you don't have time to do whatever you've built up to, say you've started with five minutes of movement and you moved up to 15 minutes or you moved up to 30 minutes and then one day you don't have time, you can just pare it back down to 10 minutes, 15 minutes. That five minutes is still your baseline. Of course, you build, you increase, you do what you can, but you're still accomplishing that goal every single day or every other day or every week or whatever your intention, your goal is around that, okay? I hope that that is a helpful tip for you. Just really, I just, I want everyone to to make things accessible for themselves. Again, like I said earlier, I lived in extremes for such a long time. I wanted to change everything all at once and it lasted for about two weeks and then I was back to my habits that I was unhappy with or I wasn't doing anything and that felt worse than anything because you know when we when we get on kicks that make us feel good we feel good for a week or two maybe three weeks and then typically if it's not a sustainable practice we let go of it after a little while. And that's a pretty good indicator that it doesn't work for us. If it's not something that we can incorporate into our daily or every other day or again weekly, like whatever your time frame is, if that's not something that we can easily incorporate into our lives, there's a good chance that it's not really meant for us. So observe, see what what things you do, what practices, what tools, what behaviors that you can observe within yourself that feel good and feel right and feel like something you want to be doing every day and what doesn't like people who I know and especially clients who come to me and tell me you know they're they're working out but they hate their routine that is probably a good indicator that it's not something you want to be doing every day because pleasure is a, a much better motivator than pain or struggle or suffering or frustration And just because the fitness industry or the wellness industry or or someone you know told you that it was something that you should be doing, it's really up to you to figure out if that is the right move for you. So circling back, sustainable change, it is something that we all ideally will be striving for. We, any kind of change that isn't sustainable obviously isn't going to last and some some changes don't need to be sustainable some changes need to be immediate and 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 bold but most of the time especially when it's concerning things that are going to affect us on a daily basis we want them to be long-term lasting not extreme things that really do feed us in a positive way and that allow us to have a good mindset and a good state of being throughout the day, right? So I encourage you all to take a look at things that you want to change before you go ahead and change them, whether it be regarding your movement, your food, your friendships, your relationships, your job, your personal behaviors, your mindset, whatever it is, you can implement some sustainability. See where you can make change that is going to last and go for it. Remember what I said, really try to make it as accessible for yourself as possible. Pare it down, live with that intention, maybe take the goal aspect away from it and just 
have an intention to live with that every day and to live for that every day. And I can almost guarantee that you will see a difference. You know, when you when you set an intention, when you set a goal, whatever it is, you you are responsible for achieving and living with that. No one is going to do it for you. So if you can do it in a way that really does feel good for your whole being, then you're on the money and you're doing something right. I would love, love, love to talk to any and all of you about this. If you are interested, I am offering complimentary consultations at the moment for my holistic health and wellness coaching. I am also offering one-on-one yoga and meditation sessions. So if you wanted to get a little deeper into yourself, uh, especially around this and in terms of change and, and just getting a little more depth in your own heart and mind, I would love to have a conversation with you and start that process. When I do this with clients, I really love to implement accountability. A lot of people, including myself, need some hand-holding sometimes with certain things they're trying to change. And it's not hand-holding like you're a child. It's hand-holding like you need to talk to someone. You need a sounding board. You need someone to hold you accountable for certain actions so that you can help yourself get into a space. When we're making sustainable changes, it's really good to have that support. If you are trying to do it on your own, amazing. But know that you don't have to. Know that you have your family, you have your friends, you have a coach, you have people in your life who will support and witness and help you. It's just reaching out and and making that move because it's there. You just got to do it for yourself. I am so, so grateful for anyone and any anyone and everyone who has come on to listen today. This has been such a pleasure. It's been a minute since I got on here and recorded, and it really does feel so good. Um, this is a sustainable change that I want to be making and doing this more often. So if I were to implement my own advice, making a short podcast every week. So maybe making like a 10 minute podcast, that's easy enough. And there's a good chance that once I'm on and 10 minutes has gone by, I'm going to keep talking and that will get me in the mentality again, in the mindset, in the, the heart space to be doing this again, because I went to an extreme with it or I, I, I didn't do it in a sustainable way and then I stopped doing it for a long time. So I'm back. I'm here. I would love to know what kind of stuff you want to learn about. I'm going to be bringing some guests on the show in the next few weeks. So please stay tuned. Please give me some feedback. Let me know what you want, what you need, if you want to have a conversation. And I look forward to all of that. You can find me on mayacarlcoach.com. You can also find me on Instagram at gentle health journey. It's gentle underscore health underscore journey. Again, offering complimentary consultations for anyone who's interesting and interested in health and lifestyle coaching, as well as one-on-one yoga and meditation sessions. Thank you all again in deepest gratitude, in deepest gratitude, in deepest gratitude. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, week, year, life.